Meanwhile, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has acknowledged the counteroffensive has been slower than hoped for, but warned against expecting immediate gains. Speaking via video link, he urged Western leaders gathered in London to give him more help. When we are talking about recovery, we are talking about millions of jobs, millions in corporate profits and reliance of GDPs, and not only for Ukraine, but for all our countries, mine and yours, countries that want and will live freely despite any, any predatory ambitions of various Putin's whose brains are poisoned by dreams of war. Growth is always based on values, just as strong investments are preceded by trust, so the growth that we are preparing must be preceded by confidence that what has been rebuilt will not fall. And it's not about bricks, but about life in general. The world is abundant with ruins reminding us of the wars of the past. And politics in different regions, unfortunately, is abundant with sick ideas of hatred and resentment which point to possible wars in the future. And although no one has the power to cleanse the depths of human nature from the evil that some, sometimes rises to the sore face and destroys and kills. But you and I, and right now we are able to protect life and overcome the ruins after the Russian aggression is such a way as to block the path for evil, meaning for any new aggressions. The eyes of the world are looking at us and at whether we will defeat Russian aggression exactly as freedom deserves to win, that is without compromising our values. Meanwhile, the president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, praised Ukraine's bravery and emphasized continuing support for the country. Ukrainians are fighting not just for their sovereignty, but we've just heard it also for us, for our values, for our freedom, for our democracies. We can never match their sacrifice, but we can and we do all stand united, coordinated, and resolute that Ukraine must win, will win, and has our support. Meanwhile, our diplomatic correspondent James Landell is also at the conference in London. It's very clear. This is one big pitch that's taking place in this building behind me for the future of Ukraine's economy. You've got the world leaders saying, we've got to invest. You've got Zelensky saying, please come and invest because we're a great prospect. And it's not just agriculture, but there's energy, there's high tech. Uh, there's a lot more that you countries can get out of Ukraine in the future. That's the overt pitch that's going on to the private sector, because they know that only the private sector is going to have the cash needed to rebuild Ukraine. The costs of reconstruction are well north of £300 billion and rising. No country can provide that kind of money, only the private sector. But the private sector has problems, and that's what they're trying to resolve today. How do you get rid of the risk of their workers being blown up by landmines or being attacked, caught up in the conflict? How do you get rid of the corruption 
Business leaders are not going to invest in Ukraine unless they think it's less corrupt than it was before the war. Real concerns over that. And you've also got this broader question of whether or not in the long term it's a safe bet for all that investment. So those are the things they're trying to talk about at the moment. Technical stuff like risk insurance. How do you insure a company to go in and start rebuilding bridges and schools and roads when at the moment the private insurance market won't give any cover because no one gives cover for war zones. How can you deal with things like that? So that's the technical side of things. The bigger thing is just the, show, the, sh the diplomatic symbolism of all this and that's sending a signal to Moscow that the West remains committed to the long-term economic future of, this of, of Ukraine. Briefly, James, all that considered, is the key thing not, first of all, to end the war before you can start the rebuilding? Is, is this conference not a little too soon? No, that's the point they're making. They're saying that it, if you wait until after the war, it's too late because uh, Ukraine's economy will be too feeble, too weak, will be too much at risk of collapsing. So you have to start now because it's such a long-term process. And therefore, the question is, how do you start that process while the conflict is, is, start, is continuing. So what you do is you say, well, look, maybe you try and invest in some of the safer areas, perhaps more in the west of the country. Perhaps you do it in other parts where there's, you know, there's less conflict at the moment. As much as, as, so it's dealing with difficult issues like that. That was James Landell.